0: Hey Stars fans, it's Jeff K, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the hockey podcast network. Go stars. Hey guys, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside Chris, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. Before we get into uh Today's game today, which uh, I have extreme mixed feelings about. Uh, I do want to direct you to the Spits and Suds podcast. Go and check out their stuff. We just recently did an episode with them on Thursday after Gavin did a live episode with us right after the game uh, there against the Ducks. Um, Please go and check out his stuff. Uh, It's great stuff from him. And uh, we had a lot of fun discussing uh, Stars Hockey with him. But Chris, let's get into this one today because... I'll let you have the first words because I'm about to have a fit here regardless of the win here. So I'll let you take the first words for your thoughts on this game.
1: Yeah, since I can tell you're in a bad mood, I'll go ahead and play good cop. The stars do what we we said that they had to do going into the All-Star break. Six to six points. That's what you wanted to do. That was the goal. They got it. They did it in a pretty bad way, but they took care of it. Um, the frustrating part is these last two games have felt like we've played way better than the score showed up to be. And tonight, especially, I thought the defense was much better than it was in Anaheim game, too. And you just you cash the check a few minutes early. We talked about how you can't do that on these games when you got your plane ride booked. And that's exactly what they do. They cash it in. The Caps get a chance. They get some hope and they bury a couple. So overall, you got to be happy with the six out of six points. You look at where we are overall as the season is, we are in a great spot right in striking distance for the for the division lead. Overall, we need to be happy. Lots of stuff to be angry about. I'm sure you'll get to it. But overall, stars are in a good place heading into the all star break.
0: And this is exactly why you're going first. All right. So (laughs) because here's my rant about this. Okay. One of the things they talked about in pregame, and it was Brian and Sevi who was talking about it the stars have as good a record as the two teams above them right now, and one of them they eclipsed today. Okay, they eclipsed the Winnipeg Jets, and they're now second in the division as of right now. But you cannot allow these kind of games to go to overtime. You cannot. The stars had a full on opportunity. To get their 22nd regulation win of the season right now, okay. If you're looking past this right now, and and this is the frustrating thing, and because I'm allowed to be frustrated about this because this team is doing is doing well, you have to win this game in regulation. You cannot allow a team that has lost three straight in a row, who has consistently not been able to get offense from their top guys. Who is like 29th, 27th in the league and goals four? You cannot allow two goals in the final two minutes of a period in a game you generally dominated. and like throughout the game, I did not have one inclination that we were in trouble. Like yeah. e- even when we were down a goal, when, when they got the first goal, I was just like, that's okay. We're we're playing well, better yeah. than them right now. We're gonna get that back. And we did. It was up, we got up two to one. You have to win games in regulation. You have to win games in regulation, and I'm so, so stinking tired of this. And right now, I'm I'm sorry to say it, but a lot of the blame right now is going on Jake Ottinger. I'm sorry. Y- y- he's got to play a better game than what he's been giving us the last couple of games, and and I understand it's not exactly fair because of what he's done in the past, and what he's done for us, and he's just coming off of an injury and stuff like that, but Dude, you gotta make a save at some point. Like, you you can't. I mean, make a save, man. You can't. There there was a, a really scary moment. We were up four to two. They they got the power play, and then they pulled the goalie. And then I had that sudden inclination of, oh wait, Otters only allowed two goals in. He doesn't normally do that. He normally allows three. And that's when I knew I was like, they're gonna score on this, aren't they? They absolutely. You just can't, and and I don't. I, I know there's. Um, we can go ahead and talk about this too. I'll I'll stop ranting for a little bit. But on TV, they had sound on one of the replays, and the whistle blew as he was grabbing the puck from Otter's leg. That's regardless of the point. I don't care about that really. I mean, if if the refs had not blown the whistle, that would have been a good goal either way. I I, I don't know. I don't really care about the how it got to being called the goal by the refs or the reasoning behind it, it was a goal and the stars can't allow that. That's just where yeah. I'm at with that. What were your thoughts on the whole, that, that whole play and it, whether it should have counted, whether it shouldn't have whatever.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of on board with you. Like I think it shouldn't have counted it, the whistle. Blew. It, does, it doesn't matter. Weird. It doesn't but, matter. And that's, it that's should have been it. a goal. It, it shouldn't have been close really. I mean, there's no reason the stars even there's, there shouldn't even be the discussion of was that a goal or not? We should have, taking care of business well before that um, and couldn't do it. I'm kind of on the same page with you on Otter. That's that's two games in a row where it feels like the stars. And this game was even better than it, the Anaheim game. Anaheim game, there was four or five great A chances right in front of the net. And Otter didn't make him. It's like, okay, he didn't give up a bad goal. It was just they, they had really great chances. This game, they had probably one good chance, and that was the Mantha chance that hit the post. Other than that, there were some weird ones. The first goal you get I don't blame him on the first on. one. Yeah, you, you the puck gets jacked. you get frozen up. That that can happen. That's kind of unlucky, but the, the other ones you have a chance to save those. And, and that that fourth goal just slips through him. I mean it, it feels like his his, uh, his his biggest strength is his positioning and tonight he gets beat from beyond the circles multiple times and that it, it it's scary. I mean obviously he's going back from the injury but we can't consistently have our goalie get outplayed like this. This is supposed to be a strength of this team. And it's one of the reasons why we weren't too worried about our blue line going into the season because we've got a goalie who's been top five in the league for three years straight now, and we're not seeing it right now. He's He's got to figure something out. He's got an all-star week to to celebrate his previous season accomplishments, but he's got to, <laughs> he, he's got to figure it out because we need Otter to be a good team. I mean, it, it sucks. He's got a rough blue line, fully agree the reason we have that is because we knew we have a solid goalie and he is a solid goalie and he's going to have the full support of the coaching staff and everybody else, but he's got to figure it out himself.
0: And maybe the expectations that were placed upon him by us and by the rest of the league in the way that he played two years ago in the playoffs against Calgary, maybe that maybe those expectations were way too high going into that following season. But, He's still our number one goalie. He still last, has to be...
1: Last year, he was fantastic too, though. He was a top 10 goalie in the league last year. And this year, he's not even top 20. So it's it's a huge drop-off. He has to play better. And, and that's the end of it. I mean, that's there's no other options for the Stars. Wedgwood is not going to be a good enough goalie to carry us through the entire season. That was proved when Otter got hurt. He's got to play better. He's got a week off to figure some stuff out. And he needs
0: to. Well, and the other thing about this game also is that you know, it's not like the stars have goaltending questions and they're looking at goalies for at the trade deadline. That's that's no, never been not in not the me. books. And still even not if me. this, yeah, exactly. Even if this continues, that it's not an option. You, 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 there. It is a. There's a bigger disparity on the on the blue line with the defensemen than there is in the in the goaltending department. And but we shouldn't have to worry about goaltending, like. We should, at the very least, have average goaltending, and we're not even getting that right now from yeah. some of our players. And now, and now, and I'm going to back up. This is probably the first time I'm going to say it in a long while. The defense was good today. All it of the defensemen, good. they they were excellent today. The last couple of games, it felt like even the Anaheim game like, was was bad. There was a the lot Anaheim... of
1: chances right in front of the net, and they made a great adjustment tonight. They were. There was not. There was that one chance for the net from Manta that that slammed into the post. Other than that, there was not chances from the slot. All these goals went in from distance, or b- were between his legs and got slammed in.
0: <laughs> or a, uh,
1: but even that was that shot was from, from was from main. beyond the blue line, or not beyond the blue line, beyond the circles, and he lets it sneak through him, and then it gets deposited. So
0: it, it it's just frustrating, man. Like just like, drink. That's his strength is
1: like his positioning and being able to make those saves, even when he's having trouble seeing and the fact that he's struggling at his strength is very scary.
0: And maybe this is the perfect time for him to just kind of chill out and we'll see how this goes with him being in the all-star game. He's going to get some time off as is the rest of the team. And Maybe they just, he just needs a little bit of a reset. He'll come back, and he'll be the Ottinger that we've seen in the past. So and and, we, and we, that's
1: the best thing is that we're still we – Otter's been playing this way this year. This has been kind of consistent going on. He has a below 900 save percentage for the entirety of the year. But we're still – and one of the best years the Stars have had. We are a top five year so far going to the All-Star break. 30 wins. That is fantastic. All we need to do is for Otter to figure it out the second half of the season or even right before the playoffs. He gets hot in the playoffs. This team is maybe the favorite.
0: Yeah. And that's the frustrating thing about this is they're giving away points to teams that they don't need to be giving points to. And I know that it, Washington doesn't really affect us in the standings in the central division, but you know what? They have definitely given away points this year in opportunities where they could have closed out games and they just haven't. They just haven't. And and then they, Colorado, it, it, you mean those two Colorado, 100%, Colorado games? 100%. Like they they should the have won. Those. Yes, they really are right now. They are. We we take those, those four points away from Colorado, and they're below us and Winnipeg. And,
1: and we're running away with the division at that point. Really, if you look at it. Those games are huge.
0: So, not trying to be Debbie Downer here, or trying to be like... Because I should be excited. And I was all excited to get on this episode and talk about how great they played today. And then... And the other thing, they do that at the end of the third period
1: when they get that penalty kill. I'm thinking, okay, this is a great opportunity for Otter to to make a big stand here and have a good night. Because if he makes, if the game ends with two goals for Washington, he gets a quality start. He's over 900 save percentage. It was a great opportunity. I felt like for Otter to get back to where he was, and he didn't take advantage. I mean, that's kind of it for Otter. I feel like we kind of beat that into the ground. Yeah, yeah. But
0: let's—he's
1: got to play better. I think he will. I think he's going to show up the second half of the season. He's going to figure it out. He's coming off the injury. We got to remember that. He's got a week to rest to get fully better, hopefully. And he, I, I feel like he's going to figure it out as we head down the stretch.
0: Okay, Let, let's let's jump off of that. And uh, sorry for my negativity, but, or not even negativity, just frustration more than anything. But there were so much good things to talk about in, in this game tonight. Like, seriously, there were so many different players, different things that happened in today's game, that we should be really excited about and happy about. We already talked about how well the defense played today. I mean, all six guys, Nils Lundqvist, even had a had a pretty good game today. Really good bounce back from the game on Thursday. Harley again does his stuff. Uh, Miro had that one, that one really yeah. bad turnover that he gave to McMichael, but thankfully nothing came of that. Uh, Suter looked r- really good. Looked there were a couple good. times I said, you know, I-, I wrote down in my notes, uh, good D Suter, good D Yanni, good D S Lindell. And it was just it, all six guys were really good tonight. So uh, it, anybody in particular, do you kind of like to highlight out of that group of six? There's a pretty obvious one in my opinion.
1: Uh, for that, I'm gonna, I mean, I, I am so predictable. <laughs> Nils Lundqvist. I thought he was a great bounce back <laughs> game. He, for how bad he played against Anaheim, he played so much better tonight. He looked dangerous offensively. He, he was protected more. It was not like he was before the hasten injury, though. He still gets 16 minutes tonight. There was games earlier in the season he was getting 13 minutes and 12, like Hanley was. So he he's given a good solid uh solid ice time tonight, and I thought he he had a good bounce back.
0: I really want to get into Thomas Harley a little bit. Obviously he, he gets the the game winner that shouldn't have been necessary, but you know, nonetheless, he does get the, the game winner and overtime for the Dallas stars today. Uh, what about his play in particular has really impressed you? Cause there's one thing in my opinion that I really liked.
1: I mean, for me, it's the aggression whenever he is in the offensive zone, he's trying to score. He's not trying to make a play. He's not trying to find a perfect pl- pass. He's finding a way to put the puck in the net. And I saw a stat just before we get on here. He is leading or he's tied for the league lead with overtime goals. Everyone, not just rookies, not just defensemen, the whole league. He has tied for the most overtime goals. And he's also got a uh, signature celebration now. The one-handed stick slam every time he scores an OT goal. I'll take that. Just drop the hammer afterwards. Love it.
0: Right. And he gets his, uh, I'm assuming it's his first multi-goal game today as well. He He gets Probably. two goals today. That, that first goal was a thing of beauty. Like, like, it was very deceptive in how beautiful it was because it was a perfectly placed shot. It, it wasn't like, you know, top shelf or anything like that, but it was right at the edge, on the bottom, right the past pad. the pad. Yeah, yep. exactly. So And it, beating the
1: first shot blocker, too. And the, the Washington shot blockers up top were pretty good tonight, and he got it past them, too.
0: But what's really impressed me the most about him is... Unlike some of the some other players that we have talked about in the past, these young guys who have not come up and have not kind of taken the reins and given when they've been given the chance, he has fully embraced and he is fully confident as the number two guy in Dallas right now. And when Miro was out, he said, "Guys, get on my back. I'll I'll do a little bit of the heavy grunting. I need y'all to take a little bit." But man, he has been absolutely excellent. Just the confidence he's showing and his ability to show that he is absolutely clutch in really, really important situations. Because the Stars could have lost that second point here today. Easily. They could have. And Harley, for the second time in two games, make sure that that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, and since we're back on, on the good train, I'll, I'll give the Stars even some more credit there. I mean, easily you could have been pissed off and be like, the whistle blew. No reason that should be a goal. You could be throwing your butt around, slamming your stick on the boards. None of the Stars did that, got right back to work and figured out a way to get the two points out tonight. And that is that is really some great maturity, I feel like, especially from, uh, fr- from that forward group. I mean, easily you can get upset at your goalie not making a save for you there. You can get upset at the refs with a questionable call. But there was none of that. It was let's go score a goal, let's get two points. And they played really well in the overtime and got it done.
0: Lots of comments over here, kind of talking about some defensemen and some other things that we've been discussing today. But uh, Joe Mama, I don't think Nils played bad last game. It's just anytime he's n- not perfect, people notice. People, well, I'm not sure where he was going with that, but yeah, they're looking but they for, are mistakes, looking for mistakes. Yeah, and and you know what? I feel like we t- do that with Ryan Suter a lot too. I, I feel like yeah. we do that a lot with Ryan Suter because we feel like he takes away. Uh, some ice time from some of the other guys. But lately, he hasn't been. I mean, it, the, he's been, uh, Pete DeBoer's been giving more ice time to Thomas Harley, especially. And, you know, some of the other guys are, are getting more ice time as well with uh, Yanni and Essa. And, I mean, Suter is fifth in time on ice. That's exactly where we've been hoping he would get to. And it wasn't like that at the beginning of the season, and now it is. So, I think
1: that makes him more effective, too. With less time on ice, I think he's, it, it lets him play better. Yes,
0: absolutely. Okay, uh, let's get into a couple more players here uh tonight. The the Wyatt Johnston line continues to be just surprising as I'll be. It's the seventh game they, they are together. And I mean Johnson I could argue that Johnston was the best player on that line today. I, I really was. thought I honestly thought he was just with the the aggression that he was showing, he was in the right spot at the right time. He had a couple of lucky bounces go his way, but you know, when you're good and when you're doing well, I mean, those sort of things kind of happen for you.
1: And that shot, you do not pick a spot that small <laughs> if you are just not <laughs> confident as all get out. Goodness. He just lasered that in the top corner. That was insane shot.
0: Speaking of that top line, uh also I'll say it again. Robertson, I thought he was really good again in today in today's game. He had he wasn't as noticeable in the second and third period, but in the first period, especially, he had two gargantuan chances that I thought uh he could have buried and uh, unfortunately he didn't but we really need to discuss that the the third member of that line because i, I didn't think too much of it because it didn't look like much but ropepa hints he, he did not come back for overtime in in that in the game today and he got hit up in the face twice i think I think one was a hit uh that someone got him and it wasn't like a malicious hit it just kind of
1: yeah I think, I, I think that it, hit was more him falling on his hip really hard after that because he, he got hit and he kind of landed and fell back hard on his on his leg and he's out for one shift and then he comes back and gets hit right in the face <laughs> and uh, I, I think he's fine i think it's a thing that like it could take you up for a couple games just because you've got the either stitches or he's got teeth coming out but i, I think it's there couldn't have been a better time for it to happen. With with getting a week and a half off, he, he should be back for the next game. Maybe with a with a cage or something. But yeah, that was just a rough third period for him. But I I, I expect he'll be fine. I was more worried about the hit because on plays like that where you just fall weird, that can lead to some 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 bigger problems. Getting hit in the face, yeah, it hurts and it sucks. But normally it's just cosmetic and you can take care of that and you won't have an issue playing.
0: Hey guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Here's a couple of money lines for you for the games on January 9th. The Kings are taking on the Lightning, the Kings with a -115, the Lightning with a 105. The Sharks taking on the Maple Leafs with a plus 350 for the Sharks and a minus 455 for the Maple Leafs. And then you also have the Seattle Kraken taking on the Buffalo Sabres, the Kraken with a minus 108, and the Sabres with a minus 112. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York call 877-8-HOPE NY or text HOPE NY. In Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. (laughs) Let's get to the second line today, because obviously the big storyline coming into today's game was the fact that on December 7th, uh, Matt Duchesne played his 1000th game in the NHL against the Washington Capitals in Washington, and he actually gets honored today with a silver stick from Jim Nill and the Stars organization, a Rolex watch from the Stars, and then uh, also lots of just cool things to see from Matt Duchesne from the video montage that the uh, Stars put together for him. And he scores today. He scores, and when he got that goal in the third period and early in the third period, the fourth goal for the Stars, I thought that was the game. I thought, okay, we got the insurance marker, and and,
1: and that's it, it was for the majority of the period. I mean, really, it, it, the Caps obviously had more shots in that last period. There wasn't anything dangerous until we got the the penalty, and there was the six on four, and it all happened at once. So, yeah, great by that line. They've been playing. They've probably been the most consistent line this year, consistently putting up points, consistently looking dangerous. Even when Duchene's not putting up points, he looks like the best player on the ice. Like he looks like he's playing better when he's not getting points because he's trying harder. But he's been fantastic. I love the love the uh, writing on his tape on the stick, try Texas, and it's worked out <laughs> yes. for him this year.
0: And we also got to give him credit for the, the final goal. And Harley's goal, he was the one that was there on the back check and allowed that goal to happen. Yep. So, only
1: Duchesne and Harley are allowed to play good in our overtime because they are the only. They, together, they have five goals. That's crazy. Right.
0: That is insane. And then obviously we got to kind of do a shout out for Mason Marchman, who has been playing Great much game, much tonight. better. And the the thing about him is he has been playing better defensively in his own zone compared to last year. Now you still see some of those giveaways that he has, but that's part of his game. But the thing that's allowed him to not receive as much criticism this year is he's backed it up with points in in the offensive zone. And now I believe he's almost up to 20 goals. I think he's getting really close to a point per game pace uh, for the Stars. I think he's up to almost 40. I think he's like in the upper 30s. I I don't know off the top of my head, but uh, Chris will look it up here for me and tell me. But him and uh, Tyler Sagan, especially, that Sagan again, there you go, Ardell, uh, is continuing for Tyler, and that line, it, it, there's not much more you can say about him other than they've been the best line for the Dallas Stars consistently through the whole season.
1: Yeah, a goal and an assist tonight for, for Marchmont and his, his defensive play has definitely been a lot better. I mean, it's the checking I think, more than anything. When he's getting back, he he's getting back with the same speed that he's using to get into the offensive zone that's exactly what you want to see. And even if he's not always in the perfect position when the cycle's going on, the effort on the defensive end is enough to, and his point production is enough to cover up kind of a little bit of that defensive liability. So fully agree. He's been so much better this year. And just as I predicted, I just gave up on him a little bit too early this year, but he bounced back after the first couple of weeks and he's been fantastic ever since he's got 16 goals so far on the season on he's, well, on pace to get 20. He should get 25 before the season's up.
0: Telek like Lizzie, I'm glad Marchman is proving re, proving me wrong. Words are hard, I guess. Uh, wasn't a fan at all last season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we gave him a lot of money, expecting a little bit more. He didn't really produce much last season. This year with him and Duchesne and Sagan, they have absolutely been excellent. And uh, Duchesne's a big catalyst for that reason. Third line. I really thought the third line was really good tonight as well. Uh Sagan and Ben in particular, this was an interesting stat to point out, uh, Chris, but Craig Smith had two hits. Jamie Ben had five. Yep, so on
1: the waiter around tonight.
0: Yes. And, and especially with him on that third line now, and he can continue to do that. I want to see more of that from Jamie Ben moving forward. He does get an assist tonight, so he's still quietly kind of doing his role. He's, Of course, he's probably getting overpaid right now for what he's being asked to do. But still, with him on that line with Pavelski, who continues to do really well, he got robbed several times today. And uh, Steele is an excellent excellent addition to that third line, a guy who we saw as the fourth line guy. And he's proven that he belongs on that third role.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and that line has been executing their game plan perfectly. I mean, it's definitely different than the top two lines. Top two lines are wheeling and dealing, making some high-flying pass, moving fast. These guys are getting to the zone, get it up top, make traffic, and find a way to put it in. That's how the first Harley goal goes in. Excellent screen by Ben. They were both ready to sop up the gravy if any were to fall out from Lindgren, and they've just been executing so well. And even those Pavelski chances, I don't know how he didn't score right in front of the net, right around the crease. And I think it's—I think that line is going to be so effective because of how different it is from those first two lines. Those first two lines are on the cycle. They're not really in front of the net that much. If they're in front of the net, it's to receive a pass to shoot. These guys are in front of the net to make some garbage go in. And I think that's going to be an excellent kind of contrast from those first two lines. And it's been working.
0: Yes, agreed. And I know... He moved put- down
1: two lines and his production hasn't fallen off.
0: Not really. No. I mean, he still has 19 goals, 24 assists, 43 points in the 49 games we've seen this season so far. And I mean, he had a, he had an assist in the game against the ducks. He had two assists in the game against the Islanders. He had a goal against the devils and that's just in the last five games. So it, it's, it's not like he's seriously his, uh, his ability to not get points is kind of declining. A lot of his stuff he obviously does on the power play, but he, he was good again today. And I know you said that about you know that's kind of their point and how they get traffic in front of the net and stuff like that. But the the Pavelski chances where one was robbed and the other he hit the post and within like three seconds of each other, that was just a pass to the slot. That's all it was. It wasn't even a shot from the point. So it's it's cool to see that you got a third line who can still score. And you know, a lot of teams would probably love to have those three guys as their second line. Yeah. Just saying
1: for sure. And yeah, th- so. their ability to to make moves in front of the net and it, and in the slot is just fantastic. And something of the other two lines don't have,
0: I am a little frustrated with Sam Steele and the penalty that he took, but you know, at the same time, the stars, I mean, they've allowed four power play goals now in the last four games and they've Allowed three against Detroit and one tonight or this afternoon, so it's maybe this was a good time for the for the season to pause for a second and kind of dive into you know what's kind of going on with the power play or with the penalty kill and uh because that definitely needs to be better than it's has than it has been especially in the last month and a half.
1: Unfortunately, it's kind of obvious what's going on with the penalty kill, and that's Lindell and Hawkenpar are not playing good enough. I mean, that's their job on this team is to kill penalties and make sure none go in, and they have not been good on the penalty kill recently, and they haven't been good five on five recently. Tonight, they both still end with a minus one on a game where we score five goals. So it's that pairing is not done well the past two weeks.
0: And 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 that's the other thing, yeah. Ar- Ardell with what exactly Otter what I was thinking. A good point. PK PK begins with Otter. It it absolutely has. He has to play better. He has to play better. So and he will. Yeah, he absolutely Manifested. will. So uh, just to throw some stats at you guys today, uh, shots 35 to 28, so the fifth time in five games <laughs> that the Stars have 35 or more shots in a game. Great. Uh, block shots 20 to 14 for the Capitals. Power play one for two for both teams. Uh, d- stars dominate the faceoff circle again. No big surprise, uh, 38 to 23. And then, uh, again, no surprise, uh, the hits are 20 to 12 in favor of Washington. The stars are not an overly physical team. And I wanted to get into this uh, as the last thing, Chris, and then we'll do biggest winner, biggest loser. I know we're kind of going a little long today, but there was a lot to talk about with this game.
1: And we'll be gone for a week. So
0: (laughs) yeah. And yeah, although I do have, I do have one thing that I think we, we, we need to discuss, but uh, maybe we'll discuss it live here in a moment. But the, the stars inability to play physically, is, is that something that we should be worried about? Because, one of the things we see consistently in the playoffs is that playoff hockey is definitely different than regular season hockey. And I, this is scary to think about because one of the teams that I'm thinking about right now in the wheeling and dealing that they do with their offense is the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs are an excellent regular season team. They have great offensive numbers. They do really well. And then they falter in the playoffs. And this year, more so than last year, we're seeing the Stars rise in the Goals 4 category. We're top five there. I think we're second or third, actually, now. Is that something that should be a cause of concern for the Stars going into the playoffs and the fact that the physicality is really not there, or is it just they just haven't focused on that and they can when they get to the playoffs?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if they can, but I think uh, that's definitely going to be a question mark going into the postseason. Yeah. Um, I don't I think they need to try and figure out when the playoffs come to, how to strike that balance of answering some of the physicality that's going to get thrown at them because that is going to happen especially on the forecheck our defensemen are going to get attacked and they're going to be forced to make good plays under pressure but they need to find a way to answer that a little bit but stay within our game and keep playing stars hockey um you, you saw that with the Minnesota game last year they were what they were absolutely the only strategy was beat up the Dallas Stars. They know <laughs> that they were not as skilled of a team. Their bottom three lines, their only job was to attack, find a way to get a greasy goal maybe, but to really rough up the Stars' best players. And that was the goal, and it obviously didn't work. The, S- the Stars had to stay within themselves and play Stars hockey and and not buy into what they were doing. The, uh, the issue that you saw in the Vegas game is that that was a good team that also played physical. And that's kind of what took the stars out of that series, I feel like. Because Ben tries to step up and, and make something physical happen. It obviously goes way overboard and gets suspended for those two games. And that's a, that's a huge point in that series. So being able to find that balance of answering a little bit, but staying in your game and keeping the pace of play the way you want it to be played is going to be big for this team in the postseason. And there's not going to really be a way, I feel like, to – to see that happen until we get there. I mean, maybe these big games against uh, Colorado or Vegas later on in the season, you get a little bit of that, but it's, it's going to be something that is going to matter way more when we get to, to postseason hockey.
0: And the thing is, is the stars team has guys who can kind of bang the body a little bit. I mean, J- we showed Jamie did it tonight with five hits. Uh, One guy who hasn't done it very much, and there's an obvious reason why, is Mason Marchment. He's been on that line with Sagan and Duchesne, and that's not their game. So Marchment has kind of transformed his game to try and match those two guys, and it's really worked out for him. So I don't really want to go out and, you know, when we get to a playoff series and it's like that, and we may be losing a series or whatever, and ask Mason Marchment, hey, we need you to bang the body a little bit and go after guys because... That loses his effectiveness, I would think. And I think in the past, when he gets a little bit more physical and he starts to get in kind of people's face and stuff like that, that's when he takes stupid penalties and then it puts the stars on the penalty kill. And that's
1: exactly where I'm getting at. You need to find a way to raise the intensity a little bit, but not let it affect your game. And that's that's the tough part. And that's something we're going to only see when we play these rough, physical, high-emotion games.
0: And we're going to have to see more guys in the bottom six maybe – have to be more physical be, with yeah. steel Fox uh, it, uh maybe it, even maybe even Smith a little bit too
1: the other thing is that it we've seen teams win that don't have to be extremely physical like that too I mean the Colorado Avalanche just two years ago is the perfect example I mean there is not still a lot of guys- aggression on that team
0: I, mean, they I agree still there maybe have a lot of aggression. Guys.
1: The stars have a couple of guys too, and that's really all I think you need. And it needs to be able to answer when you have to answer and avoid it as much as possible is honestly where I think you need to be at with this team because we can outscore pretty much anything.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up, Chris, because we've already gone a little, a little far today and today in uh, today's episode. So biggest winner, biggest loser. Who have you got? Christian Avery. Biggest winner is
1: Thomas Harley. He is a rookie. Two goals tonight, game winner again. I mean, this guy is insane.
0: Who have you got for your biggest loser?
1: Biggest loser, I'm gonna give it to Otter. I mean, I I guess you can't point at one terrible goal tonight, but there's there's three of those goals are very savable for him, especially for Jake. Th- those are his strong suits, and he he didn't do it tonight.
0: Maybe we're being too hard on Jay Gottinger and they were to. just lucky goals. Mm. But man, we need a save. I mean, just, just one and that game doesn't go to overtime and we add a regulation win to, to our total because that could absolutely kill us if we get to the end of the season and we're still close in points. Yeah. Like the top, ta- exactly. It's a tiebreaker but and all three of the teams in the central i mean there's no one close like nashville there's no way they're catching up right now horses. it race. doesn't look like it so it could i mean that could affect whether the stars have home ice advantage in the playoffs which could be a giant thing so uh we just need more regulation wins going forward from uh, from the stars there um since you picked the obvious one for thomas harley i'll give mine to matt Duchesne. congrats to him on a 1,000 games. I'm so happy that even if it's just for one year that uh, he's a member of this Dallas Stars team. It's been an absolute pleasure and blessing to watch this guy play hockey for this team. It's been so much fun. It really has.
1: He is fun to watch. It's definitely going to be a season to remember for him. Hopefully, we can find a way to fit him in this cap space, but oof, that, that's a discussion for the offseason.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just opened a can of worms, and I'm like, I, we'll, we'll get into that maybe tomorrow night. We'll We'll see. But uh honor honorable mention to Bo Duchesne for the goal oh, yeah. in Warmoc. Yeah. <laughs> I, that that's so cool, man. Like I love to see stuff like that. And, and I
1: love the cowboy hat. He's bought into Texas. He's yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it was really cool to, to see that. And I think it was Doug Miller on Twitter who uh who had the video out there on uh, Bruce Levine's post about that. So thanks to to Doug for showing that because that was really cool. That was so fun to watch. Um for me, the biggest loser. I mean, it's it's got to be Jake Ottinger. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to hamper on him and and everything like that, but he makes 20. He, there's 28 shots against. He only makes 24 saves out of those, and he ends the game with an 8.57 save percentage. That is extremely, extremely unlike uh, Jake Ottinger. So. And, and
1: right here, right now, Otter knows that he has to play better than that. I'm sure he's as frustrated yes. as we are. So. As a, as a sarcastic remarks, family just manifests him playing better. Only positive vibes for Jake Ottinger (laughs) for the rest of the season. He is going to figure it out. He's going to be the best goaltender in the playoffs. That's what's going to happen. Everybody needs to believe it. Get on the bandwagon. Jake Ottinger is the best
0: goalie in the league. Okay. Sorry. One last question, Chris. Ovi, is he going to do it? Is he going to get to that record? As much as I hate that he scored today, I want to see him beat the record. I'm rooting for him for that.
1: It felt like for sure before the start of the season, but man dropped off a cliff. Uh, I think he's going to stay in until he does. Honestly, I think he's not going to retire <laughs> until he gets it.
0: He's going to pull a auger and continue to play in the NHL till he's like 46 or something. Yeah, he'll just, he'll just, just, just get like 10 Ducks goals, or, a ga- 10 uh, goals a year or something. <laughs>
1: exactly. I, I really feel like he might do that. The dude just lives and breathes hockey.
0: Oh man. Well, okay. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up here tonight. Chris, anything else?
1: Nope. go hockey six for six going into the into the freaking all star break. We are in a great spot striking distance for the division. It, I mean, we're going to take it. This is a good start to the season. And we haven't even played our best hockey yet. So much more to figure out. And we got a whole half the season to do it.
0: Like I said, multiple times, we're just in third gear and we have a six speed car. Yeah, that's what I really till think we get there. Is. just yep.
1: wait till we get there.
0: Well, thank you again to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor. Use that promo code THPN next time you go and use their services. And as always, uh, thank you guys who are listening live. Uh, we appreciate y'all that are doing that. There's more of you that are listening later. We appreciate y'all as well. If y'all like anything you've heard today or you like to support us in what we do, please consider leaving a five-star review anywhere you listen to your podcast, anywhere on your favorite podcast platform. Click subscribe and like on uh, youtube there i uh, just just do it. it's like right down there somewhere i think and then uh as always uh, go and check out sarcastic remarks.com there's going to be some uh, articles uh, coming from me over this next week without some hockey i'm going to be a little uh starved for for content uh when it comes to stars hockey so maybe i'll throw some of my own out there and uh as always go and check out sarcastic remarks.com shop.com excuse me for all the latest merch options that's the best way to support us and what we do along with chris my name is ryan we will catch you guys on the flip side and we hope you guys have a good fantastic morning afternoon evening whenever you guys are listening and chris if you will do us a favor and take us out
1: capitals more like the lowercase gg boys